Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's good to see you. I feel like it's been a minute. I, it has. You look great. <laughs> oh, God, thanks. I actually, you know, I feel like I'm getting sick and I hate putting that out in the universe, but I'm like, I feel like body achy. I can't, it's either I'm really sore from a workout or I'm getting sick. You know what I mean? Let's go with sore from a workout. Cause I know that, like you're getting fit and sexy and yeah. Germs beware. Germs beware, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to jump right into it um, okay. and we'll get going. I'm going to try not to go too, too long. I mean, you know how sometimes with these things, we can just go on and on for days, but um, my in-laws are actually in town visiting, so I don't want to be Ooh, like Is that a that... good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, they're, they're in the house right now, so I have to say it's a good oh, thing. Oh, it's a <laughs> no, great thing. It's it a is a good thing. No, it's definitely thing. a good thing. But um, <laughs> no, I don't want to, I, I don't want to like be off, you know, um, ignoring them for too long. So got it. I love your white microphone. Oh, thank you. It was actually a gift from my in-laws. <laughs> Oh, well, look at the way we love them. <laughs> I know, we really do. They're great. They're, they we are love them. phenomenal. No, truly. Um, <laughs> so Matt's mom has been, uh, she's, all of our family's coming over for dinner tonight and she's been cooking um, like spaghetti and meatballs and sausage and all that. So like our house smells so fucking good right now. It's it's incredible. You're like so giving like Teresa, Melissa, like like Jersey my, energy My right daughters, now. my daughters, Your my daughters. family. This is my family. Yes. Yeah, that is what you're doing right now, and I'm obsessed. 100. <laughs> I'm fully in my judice element. Um, no, yes, I mean, so, it's so funny. It, like, I, I mean, just, we're just diving right in. Um, yeah, sorry. So my 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 husband's family clearly is Italian. His mom's side of the family is Italian, um, or so they thought. Uh, so they have all recently done like the 23 and me's and they, uh -huh. like true, truly, like I'm telling you, like we, I have the biggest pot of spaghetti and meatballs like bubbling up right now. The first time I went to, um, my husband's family's house for Thanksgiving, we had like turkey and ham and mashed potatoes and a side of spaghetti and meatballs. Like I swear to God, they are so Italian. <laughs> they, it's so weird how they do that. <laughs> I, I know it's, I literally was like, what is happening? Uh, like in, instead of, instead of like the yams we have like meatballs what i mean that's fine i like a meatball um Me too. but so they've all done their 23 and me's and they found out that they're like like 0.2 percent italian oh brutal <laughs> like less than caroline manzo like oh, truly brutal. i know so their entire like identities have been shattered what are they then um, Germanic European and some other stuff. So my, my husband, his dad is like fully Indian. So my husband, he got his three, uh, 23 and me results back just this week. And he was like, okay, so I'm exactly 50% Indian and then like 0.01% Italian. And then there's like European, there was some Scandinavian in there. I don't know. But moral of the story is like, they are not welcome at the Judice family table because oh. they're not real Italians, they're you know, not real Italians you know yeah not, not part wow. of the family not part of the wow <laughs> wow that is upset lies i don't know if i trust that 23 and me i tell you well that's why i don't want to do it myself because i'm going to get the yes. results back and be like my whole world will be shattered i mean my life's yeah. a lie i'm going to find out that i'm like i don't know like part like martian which i mean we probably yeah. knew that already but <laughs> i just can't i don't i don't believe it i don't believe it they're italian to me how about that never yeah. met them never met them no. but they're italian to me it's 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 more of like 
it's it's something you feel you know it's, it's like a, a state vibe. of being yes it is it's a vibes wise <laughs> vibes wise they are like full, full italian. italian yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> oh my gosh all right well for my listeners <laughs> i gotta introduce the voice that you've been hearing me talk to you for the past five minutes about <laughs> about sausage uh emily hanks from the podcast <laughs> we speak bravo thank you so much for being here emily it's such a pleasure to have you back you're a returning guest on my podcast and it always means a lot when people come back because that means that i didn't scare you off well i was oh, come on now we had so much fun last time <laughs> i didn't know we, we sure do, did. didn't we do our like ideal ultimate girls trip cast yes we did and fun. we and we had we settled on like all alphas and it was yes. like all the bad bitches um truly chaotic um and now now in retrospect what i think would actually be like really fun too in a very different way is like all the betas like a bunch of like Ooh. whitney roses for example is like just a bunch of people that like, Cynthia don't, like bailey yeah yeah they're just like they like they want to dabble in the drama but they just don't know how that would be a really interesting social experiment. Let's right? do that. Because who's going to step up to the plate and like actually like do it? You know, who's going to be? That would be like a comedy. Drama. It would be. It'd be great. Because you'd be so, watching them all trying to figure out like who's going right. to move. Well, tr I mean, so that was kind of the vibe for me watching this last Ultimate Girls trip, seeing Heather and Whitney. Like they yeah. were so in over their head and yes. like get me a full cast of that. And, and, and I think it could be... A, like a diamond in the rough. I don't know. You know what that would be? It would be like, it would be good viewing for advanced level watchers. Right. Yes. You know, yes. I feel like it only, only us like savants of reality right. TV would appreciate yeah. it because we'd be like, look at them all not knowing how to create right. the controversy or like take exactly. the first step towards it. Yeah. Be like was, stir the pot, damn that. it. Yeah. No, but no one would want to do it. <laughs> you're right. Good. That is, this is more like advanced level. This is for like, AP housewives. Uh, like it's not for like your basic, like Bravo 101 <laughs> at it's all. It's not the remedial class. No, no, no not at all. We're no. really smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're an AP. I love, I've never been an AP before, but we would definitely be an AP if they had a oh housewives university. Yeah. I took a couple AP classes, not to brag, not to brag. <laughs> you would actually, I knew you would say that. I knew you I know, You seem like an AP guy. I, I'm a Capricorn. So yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It, I like, I strive for greatness. So, I yeah, mean, and I that's why I host a Bravo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We are winning. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So Emily, we are still like completely immersed in the scandal, almost two months after the news broke. So it's like pretty much all I can talk about. Um, mm. So let's just get into Vanderpump Rules, shall we? Okay. All right. We can, we can ease into it. Um, we'll start off easy with this current season. What are your thoughts on Schwartz and Katie and their divorce and the um, quote unquote rules or guidelines surrounding their divorce? I think that uh, they are in a very special circumstance being that they are both getting paid and have made careers as a couple on a show in a cast where, you know, let's face it, who does that, right? Like who in real life gets a divorce and then is like, oh, we're going to be filming a whole TV show together. And so I think that what Katie did was say in this very extreme situation that we are in, um, one rule, please, is don't hook up with anyone on the cast. I thought that was very reasonable. Um, I, I'm i surprised at how split people are on it. I, yeah. I don't get that. Me um, too. Yeah. I, just I, I, I agree with you. I think it's like 
very reasonable. In fact, I think it's like the best possible way to have handled the situation. And it is also really weird to me, all of the people who are like, no, fuck Katie, like he can do whatever he wants. And I'm like, wow, remind me to never break up with you because you yeah. would be a terrible ex. Because it's like, it's a huge city here in Los Angeles. Right. There are plenty of people. We'll tell that to and Raquel. We'll tell, right. <laughs> That's the thing. And we'll get there. <laughs> so I thought that that right there was pretty reasonable. And Katie, when you really break it down, like in terms of the cast and who she's, you know, aligned with, she doesn't have a lot of people she's aligned with. Right. Because there's no, there's no Stassi. There's no Kristen there anymore. So she, she loses Schwartz and she's probably like, dude, am I going to get fired? Am I going to get like written out of the show to some degree? So she didn't want people to be picking sides. And she knew yeah. that if, if it started to be like messy, then it would turn into that. She was trying so hard to keep it amicable. Yeah. And yeah. Hi, here we are. Like here. And we look are. Exactly. Picked. Look what so, happened. The, yeah. the sides were picked. The lines were drawn in the sand. I mean, to your point of her maybe um, being concerned with like losing her, her space on the show. That's a really interesting point because when they were all in Mexico during Sheena's wedding, there's that scene where Tom Sandoval straight up says to Tom Schwartz, like, I don't want her around anymore. I don't want her coming to things. I don't want to see her and it's like bro she's on this show like oh I seemed to that. me yeah it seemed to me like they were trying to say like we do not want to film with her anymore yep and I think that had we not maybe gotten the Scandival reveal like the 100% this is happening and now they're like a couple or whatever you know it's I don't know how the show is going to play out Lala has herself said that if Raquel had played her cards right or whatever, right. She would have won the season. Yeah. I obviously we don't know because we know. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if we don't know. But right. Right. I wonder though, because I wonder if like we, I feel like I could have seen through her shit. I could have been like, oh, this is just bullshit. I, I, I think she I could have won day yeah. one. I think, and I, a lot of people were, and as specifically a lot of people on the cast. And so I think that, I, I think Lala's maybe not incorrect because keep in mind, like they actually have seen the show All of it. And, they, and, and they know what was filmed up until the, the Scandival broke. Yeah. So they she does have an idea of like, okay, this is how yeah. the season would have wrapped up. And I do think it's reasonable to think, okay, Raquel could have ended on a high note. Would she have kept that at the reunion? I don't know. She doesn't do well in those reunion situations. Um, yeah. But at the very least, I think that even if she had ended this season, no Scandival breaking um, and she was on top by next season, it would kind of shift into like, okay, you've become this whole other thing because you see that they were even hinting at that um, before the Scandival of it all. It was, you know, every episode is like named mistress, this mistress, that like there's yeah. all of the, so even if it hadn't come out in the way that it did at the time that it did, it was bound to eventually. Yeah, well, yes, it was. And this show likes to do speculating storylines, you know, like they like even even as tiny and dumb as Katie motorboating a dick. Oh my god. The, the fucking like motorboating a thing dick. A whole season and Sheena had to backtrack at the reunion, but I'm like, girl, you ran with that. Okay. You made that. It was so motorboats ridiculous. a dick, okay. In no public at a club. <laughs> like what? 
Also, ow, no, no woman is like, no woman does that to a man. We know yeah. better, like get over no. it. But like, they do this all the time where like Jax will start a rumor and then it becomes a thing and they have to backtrack it to Jax. And Jax is like, I never right. said that. You're like, right. Jax, I swear to God. So it's this on is camera. Like a, this is like a thing they do typically, but now that we yes. know it's real, it's right. like, are you, okay, so wait, we've never had to be real before guys. Yeah, we've usually had it just be a joke, but now, okay, what's weird is Sandoval and Schwartz have been covering for each other for so many seasons now that watching them, like this is the time we know they're covering for each other. Yeah, and they've been doing it. so watching them like smirking at each other in that last scene with the at when they're at the Yeasty Boys truck. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you fuckers are like mocking us right now yeah. you are yeah. laughing like we are so slick they don't know we know and we're laughing at them because we're this is a set up scene i'm like oh, you've been doing that to us for seasons now haven't you well the same shit with that confessional moment of tom sandoval in this week's episode where the the producer straight up asks him like have you ever been physical with raquel and he literally cannot answer without like giggling and smiling and it's like oh my god like oh. you were literally like rubbing our noses in it and, and again, to your point earlier, like had the news not broken and had it not become a known thing this season, there's no way that by next season it wouldn't have. Even, even if like yeah, yeah. truth didn't come out, we would have all started to smell the bullshit. You know, I like the cast was smelling the bullshit. I think the plan for Sandoval was this. I think he was going to break up with Ariana by the reunion. Mm -hmm. So that at the reunion, it could be like, no, we are no longer together. And then he was going to reveal the Raquel relationship next season. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only way that they could have possibly, um, you know, come out and yeah. been a couple in, yeah. in, a, in an acceptable-ish Right, way. right. And it, it, acceptable by like uh, the, the employees at Sir standards, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Cause, cause we still would have dug around. Like if right. that plan had played out, we would have had all of this footage of people being like, um, are you guys? And we would yeah. have been like, oh, they were totally fucking during that. Right. Like we would have gone back and been like, you're not slick. Okay. Yeah. Like you guys were fucking. So 100%, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So this whole conversation has, has really, uh, been bubbling up because of this week's episode, you know, in terms of like, who knew what, when did they mm -hmm. know, what did production know? So I actually tweeted uh, after this week's episode, I firmly believed after watching this week's episode that like production knew about the affair, whether they had actual footage and audio proof or or not, or whether they just knew from seeing stuff. Um, I think that Ken and Lisa at this point knew completely. And I think what we're seeing is production and Ken and Lisa being production, being executive producers, trying to plant that seed and get the message out without actually having to to say it or reveal it themselves and by the time that the season had wrapped and it didn't come out someone decided to leak it now i saw you actually posted yesterday or today you know a message to all of the conspiracy theorists like myself basically saying that you <laughs> you disagree and you don't think that that it was a planned thing to have it leaked after the cameras already went down you don't think production would do it that way so i just i want you and i to basically duke it out right now Okay, let's go. You mean <laughs> when you say leaked, what do you mean? I mean, I think that the the season had wrapped. I think production 
which includes, you know, Lisa and Ken and everyone behind the scenes had tried their damnedest to get this out to be revealed on the show by the cast. And, and when, you know, it had, the filming had wrapped and it hadn't happened yet. I think someone went rogue and like leaked it to the media to, to get it to blow up. So do you think Ariana didn't really find out about it? The way she I, did. Yeah, I know. I think Ariana found out about it the way that she did. And I think oh. that what we're seeing with the cast is genuine. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, I think they all had hunches. And I think that production was trying to to tell them in subtle ways, like, yeah, this is true. Go with it. Go with it. You know, even by asking Tom in the confessionals, like, well, have you hooked up with Raquel? All of those moments, you know, Lisa and Ken, I mean, Ken dropping that bomb in the preview for this next next week's episode that we see um, of dropping. Oh, you don't watch the previews. Maybe that is where. Oh, I did watch this. Okay. Preview. Okay. Okay. Because I know that you are, are traditionally an anti-preview. Mama, I am which, usually. Which but I ne- understand. But, yes, but I ha- I did watch this this preview for next week. Yes, I did yes. see that. Yes, so, but- so Ken, of all people, drops this bomb. And it's like knowing Ken and knowing Lisa, Lisa told Ken to say that. And the reason why is yeah, because Lisa sure. thinks that Raquel and Tom are having an affair and she wants Katie to take it and run with it because that's what needs to happen for this season. I think the problem is that it no one took it and ran with it far enough. And so mm-hmm. by the end of the season, it wasn't revealed. And so someone revealed it that that's my theory i guess okay so i'm just trying to understand what what you're what you think is that they knew this whole time and we're just well i guess that's not really that far off though okay because what what i took from your post was like you don't think that that production would have anything to do with like you know shutting down cameras and then coming back months later and picking back up and all of that but like to me i think that that was done not necessarily it wasn't their plan all along but i think someone was like shit we didn't we didn't get it done and so now we got to do something else to get it done which is like leak it to tmz or whoever well i would i would just say it's just a slight tweak more than more than like they intentionally leaked it i think it's more that they didn't I don't think Lisa and Ken could have known for sure. Okay. Um, just because I don't think they tell Lisa as much as we think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, I, would... I think that Lisa knows because she's an executive producer. So I think she knows because production told her because production no, no, saw. I, I, I okay. So you think production saw it in Mexico? I think production saw at some point, whether it was in Mexico or wherever, they don't, they didn't get it on camera. So there's not any solid proof. So they can't yeah. just say to the cast, like, Hey, this is what we yeah. know where, because that would then yeah, be no, them I, interfering I, in the storyline. I think that, I think that that's a possibility for sure, okay. but I don't necessarily, I they, like production absolutely leaked it to TMZ because that's, okay. what, that's where TMZ got the source, like the source. Got it. Is because like, I have I've seen yeah I've seen a lot of other people being like there's no way that production would do that they would they wouldn't like leak something like that after the cameras had already gone down they would have just waited to till next season or something but I I personally think that it was definitely like a last ditch effort on the production team to like get this exposed before before next season. Well, I don't really understand understand why it would be okay so here's what i'm here's here's what i'm gonna say i almost think we're thinking the same thing that's and that works too that works for me too yeah (laughs) i think we're thinking the same thing so i would say that yeah i thought i think that at least one person in production was aware because they're like yeah we're pretty aware that this is happening and like you said they can't be like um can who do we tell like someone like we know because that's interrupting story um regardless of i clearly lisa had told ken like 
you're going to come in and you're going to say that in front of Katie because then Katie's going to go tell everyone. Like, I right. believe that happened. Whether or not they knew for sure or if she just wanted them to start talking about that right. so that they could make this, like, move further. Um, well, it's like, let's be real. Ken doesn't even know who the fuck Raquel is. Like, he obviously yeah, was fed that line. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I don't think that even, even if it was just juicy gossip and they didn't have, like, a definitive Lisa knows for sure, and even if it was just we need the whole cast talking about the fact that Raquel spent the night at Tom's. They say nothing happened, but she says she spent the night. Tom said she dipped out and then changed right. it when realized like, wait, oh, she said she spent the night. Um, Well, dipped out, you know, like that. Yeah, right. So like they wanted them talking. They wanted the whole cast talking about it for sure. Um, When Ariana finds out, absolutely. They picked up cameras and, filmed it and then let TMZ find out about it because TMZ probably heard about it Got it through Got it. all of their sources and then production someone confirmed it that is a valuable source because TMZ doesn't run stories without like a real source so when they got their definite source they said okay we're gonna run our story got it so yeah. is that is that a bad thing though no, no, not at all. But a lot of people are just, you know, want to want to disagree. And I mean, there's kind of two sides to it where people are seeing this most recent episode. And then again, the previews for next week. And they're like, oh, all of this is fake. Everyone knew See, the whole time. I, yeah, I I thought that was the that's the conspiracy no, yeah. I'm talking okay, about where people are See, like where pe I'm telling because people are like the whole cast knew. Lala, gotcha. and Lala and James knew and they're doing this whole scene. And I'm like, that's insane. See, I, I see. I, okay. So we definitely agree because I, I must've misread what you said or took it the wrong way, but I fully agree. And I think that like production was like, how doesn't the cast yeah, know? Like, and they I feel were, like, like they were trying, trying like... so hard to get the cast mm -hmm. to see it. And I think to your point before, where you kind of brought up like the rumors that Jax has started and motorboating a D and it's like, these mm -hmm. things are so stupid and flippant, but they take and them and typical. run with them. So the, the cast probably just thought it was another one of those. And they're like, all right, fine. We can talk about this for, you know, four episodes, but we know it's bullshit. And then the, the behind the scenes production and Lisa and Ken are like, no, but it's not bullshit. It's not. Uh-huh. And so I, I, that, that I think is totally fair yeah. of production to have done because TMZ's always got ears everywhere. And so they probably reached out, got the confirmation. I don't think that's bad at all. I think production probably wanted all that buzz and then, and, and let the cast talk about it for at least a couple of weeks. But then when they yeah. started filming and doing confessionals, they're like, okay, guys, we got to button it up because we are filming. Yeah. Um, but way to go. Like you got, you guys just increased your viewership and, the viewership doubled. It literally yeah. they they went from getting around six hundred thousand viewers, you know, on that first night to to like one point two million. But I don't think what we're saying is even a conspiracy. I think that's just like how you make a show. Well, I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, like what but you're I actually, saying is I've not... had a lot of people. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of people kind of respond to that theory that I had, which is like, look, production knew they were trying to make this the storyline. Yeah, they probably totally. They they didn't want the Schwartz and Raquel thing to be the storyline anymore. They wanted Tom Sandoval yeah. and, and Raquel. So I I very much see their influence in that. But I agree. I don't think the cast knew. I think even the ones that had a hunch mm -hmm. like. Even uh, yeah. Katie making those comments, I think more than anything, she's really just trying to poke at Tom than thinking yeah. that it's real, you know? Exactly. Like, I think the accus, like, I think Dumois made the accusation that the cast knew and didn't right. say anything. And it's like, well, that's different than having a, than speculating. Yeah, for sure. And that's, and that's all I was trying to say to people, like the, cons the conspiracy theory that they're all acting gotcha. and like, 
I'm yeah. Like, Guys, I was I about to, I was about to put a tinfoil hat on my head and be like, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> no, that, I think what you're saying is just like logic. I, yeah. I think that that's, that it's totally logical. Well, that's because we're AP like housewives watchers. We're AP housewives watchers. No, we get I, it. like what, what this just is like, if you're a producer, because you talk to everybody, you they at that point, I'm like, they have to know. Like I yeah. even said that with the episode in Mexico, um, when we found out through Sheena's like, was it their wedding dress designers mm-hmm. that went on Jeff Lewis who said we yeah. totally caught them kissing? Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. So someone on production knew, which meant which means that everyone on production knew, which means that they were like, uh, what do we fucking do here? Yeah. And so that's, to- I think that that is a complete, that's, that's what happened. That's yeah, absolutely sure. what happened. But like production with the, the, I'm talking about the people that think that production knew, <laughs> told the cast and the cast was like, let's pretend like we don't know mm. for all this time and then right. rap. And then Ariana faked finding out. Right. Like that's what I'm talking. Or like, like she, why, why would she, Sheena would like still like have her in her wedding, knowing this, and then like later on pretend that she hates her. Like, oh yeah, all of it is. That I mean, is like, God, first of all, none of them are good enough actors to do that's that, and also we see what that I'm saying. so clearly in every <laughs> yes. scene with Tom and Tom. Like they're not good yeah. actors, you know. And so those are the. That's like we're going too far there. But this is just how they would make a TV show for sure. Like, yeah. they're like, guys, hello. Like, are we going to talk about this? And it's almost like they've done it so many times with bad, like bad accusations that they're like, okay, guys, here we go again with this. It's like exactly no. This one might. This one's. This one's kind of real. They're like, yeah. okay, sure. There's substance to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think you're. I'm right there with you. That's why I was like, yeah. I think we're saying the same. I agree. It's so interesting to think, though, like, imagine being on one of these shows and, like, you know, going through your life and having these relationships, you know, both, uh, like, friendship relationships, romantic relationships, professional relationships, and knowing that there's, like, a whole team of people that knows so much more than you do. (laughs) And, like, everything that you're thinking, you're like, I want to ask all of these people because they have the answers, but they will not tell me. And yet you still have to trust them and you still have to present your whole life knowing that, like, anything I say, they could be in their mind being like, I know that's not true. I know that I know that that is bullshit. Like it's it's oh, wild. Yeah. Like the paranoia Being a producer I, is crazy. I can only imagine. It's literally like my dream and not even necessarily in like a professional sense, but just the fact that they are so like all knowing and like it just God would like what a gift. What a gift well, just to know everyone's everyone's drama. Like what it's a dream. also like it's like if you get a producer that doesn't have good instincts with like living and life and like you could get a show like this is a really shady thing to say, but there's a current show on Bravo that I think that's what's happening with. Say it. Say it. Say it. One of the best things about growing up in Arizona is that there's incredible Mexican food on every street corner. And you know what goes best with good Mexican food? Traditional Mexican horchata. Don't know what horchata is? It's creamy, delicious rice milk flavored with cinnamon, vanilla, and sugar. Okay, you thirsty now? Me too. Luckily, even if you're far from the southern border, you can get your horchata fix every day with cinnamon. Cinnamon is a brand created by my good friend Tyler, who is even more obsessed with horchata and all things cinnamon than I am. He's developed all natural skincare products and more, crafted in California with ethically sourced ingredients and infused with real cinnamon. 
Have you heard of the antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, or antioxidant properties of cinnamon when applied to the skin? Or how about how it helps treat acne? What about how cinnamon promotes blood flow, helping with skin elasticity by bringing blood flow to the surface of the skin and helping to moisturize skin with all of that added circulation? Some of my personal favorite products from Cinnamon are their signature lip balm that gives your lips a sweet tingle and a subtle natural plum, their all-natural deodorant developed for sensitive skin, and the Coco Chata body beverage that leaves your body hydrated and smelling like heaven. They even have candles and air fresheners to keep your entire home, car, or office smelling like your favorite dessert. With Cinnamon, you'll enjoy all the benefits Cinnamon has to offer your skin and your senses. Visit Sinmin.com, that's S-I-N-M-I-N.com, and use code Blake at checkout for 15% off your total order today and receive free shipping on all orders over $50. That's code Blake for 15% off your order at Sinmin.com. I may have a black heart, but I can be sweet sometimes, and Sinmin definitely helps. Say it. Say it. Say it. Summerhouse. Okay. Okay. So what do you think is happening with Summerhouse that is causing a decline? So I think that there's a producer or producers that don't quite understand because they talk to everybody, right? So they have a yeah. they have their ears are always looking for the story to follow. And A, the casting is so imbalanced and off this. It's like they only really wanted to favor Amanda Page and Sierra. Yeah. And like Everyone, it's like they're like Lindsay and Carl. We want to make sure they're very uncomfortable. Danielle, we want to kind of. They didn't know what they didn't know what Danielle's role was going to be. And then as soon as they saw a little a little issue with with Lindsay, they were like, "Perfect, let's really really right. hone on hone in on that." I'm like, "What? No, no one likes friendship breakups. Nobody does." Like, yeah. and and Lindsay's too delicate to kind of fuck with. So if you were like, "Hey Danielle, I think," because they what they do is they do they don't give them scripts by any means but when they set up scenes because they have to set up scenes they have to have like you know story points to some degree right. i think that danielle isn't necessarily like as savvy as she should be even after all these years she just never really had to like carry storylines this way yeah and so when they saw a little frac a little a little fracture in that relationship i think they were like okay danielle why don't you talk maybe a little bit about the stuff you were saying to like Lindsay and carl you know like maybe talk about that with Paige and sierra and gabby it's like she didn't think it through like well but then they're going to use this on the show and it's right. going to look like I'm a, I'm with them and like yeah. I'm against Lindsay as where Lindsay's PR baby she will net she's probably really hard to produce and she's yeah. probably like I won't do that and she probably says no all the time and producers are like oh just let me get up there and Lindsay is also not letting us see a lot of Carl and Lindsay are both being very protective of their relationship which is kind yeah. of pissing me off it's not really fair but it's their choice and they're doing that but it's also like there's always the there's bags. always one couple that like wants to keep. I mean, it was that's kind of Sandoval and Ariana on Vanderpump Rules. Like there's always yeah. one couple. Yeah, that it's just kind of like we're not going to show you that. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not totally fair, but fine, right. whatever. Um, And then the Kyle Carl thing, I just felt that that was weirdly handled like production. It just feels like somebody doesn't have a good enough grasp on this, the dynamics of this group. Mm-hmm. Or at least on the core four, I want to call them, you know, like Carl, Lindsay, Kyle, and Danielle. And it just from watching so much of this of these shows, I can see when like when someone's just producing it kind of incorrectly and then yeah. also editing is getting fucked up. And so 
I hate covering it because I'm just like, I don't want to start hating Danielle because now she's like not being the perfect friend to Lindsay because I'm like, we loved her last season, guys. We loved her yeah. so much. And uh, I just, I can just see that the producing instincts weren't quite right. Yeah. It's interesting. So how do you deal as a Bravo podcaster? How do you deal when you have to recap a show and you're just like not feeling it anymore? Because I feel like we all have those moments. I mean, for example, I have been struggling. And when I say struggling, I mean struggling mm -hmm. to even get through this season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. I let knew alone you were going to say recap it. <laughs> I haven't talked about it on this show for like a month because it is such a, a chore to me. And that hurts my heart because I am such a Bravoholic through and through. I like pride myself on watching every iteration of Housewives. I'm not one of those like weirdos. It's like, I don't watch Potomac or Atlanta because that's racist. <laughs> I, racist. Like, I watch them all and I love them all. And so it, I mean, even like, even the past like four seasons of Orange County, I watched and recapped. So like, what is <laughs> happening that I can't get through New Jersey? It's, even it's rough. Even the past four seasons of Orange County. Like when you, the only true Bravo fans know what that means. It's like, right? even the last four seasons of Orange County. We really made it through the muck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I understand how you feel about Jersey. Cause that yeah. is a chore. Like I, I don't like recapping it either. Um. Well, it's funny you asked that about Summer House because my takes on Summer House have been so wildly on. Well, Summer House is triggering a lot of people, mm -hmm. uh, maybe myself included. And I always give a lot of disclaimers in my in my recaps, you know, like I've never been in a healthy relationship, so I really can't speak to one. So when I get like weird vibes from Lindsay and Carl, I will then usually follow it up with saying, but I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. So maybe this is just what it looks like. Right. It but, does, that's not what it looks like, but go on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that helps me. That, that does help me. Um, but like I got like a one star review on Apple Podcasts with like a novel about why, about like how I have no business interfering in their happy relationship and all of these things things that Danielle is doing that I'm not seeing. I'm being intentionally obtuse. And then I get at least five like novels, like essays of messages like that will say, I love listening to you, but your take on Danielle is incorrect. Your take on Lindsay's incorrect. And it's like all of these things. So it is getting yeah. taxing. So what I my, I think I might even just take it to the Patreon for Summer House. Yeah, make people forward. pay to leave you a bad review. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you can pay $3 a month if you want to leave that review because you yeah, know it's what? Worth it's the one star. Crazy. Um, it's just, it's like, it, it's, it has been really draining. It really has. Like, I, I get, like, as I'm talking in the, in the recap, I'm getting, like anxiety because I can, yeah. I can hear the clicking and the typing. I'm like, I'm saying something that I know it's from like checking myself. So I don't really know how I get through it. Like Jersey's not been fun at all. I had a guest this last week and she helped a lot because she was super fair. And I kind of, I was, I hadn't had a guest in a while. Cause I usually don't like having guests on Jersey because it's so, I don't know. It's so difficult because every yeah. Jersey's Jersey's fandom is very um, intense. Yeah. I think it's the most intense maybe of all the housewives franchises. They will flip a table if you say the wrong thing. It, yes. Yes. And it's a 50, 50 split with the Teresa Melissa. Like every poll mm -hmm. is like so 50, 50. It is yeah, not absolutely. easy. So um, Jersey's been tough. So basically what I'm saying is um, I hate it. 
That's yeah, what absolutely. I'm saying. Me too. I have no, I have no, no, I have no skill set for it. I do, I do my Jersey and my summer house uh, together. I do my, it's called my Jersey house recap. Mm-hmm. And this is my third week in a row being like, I hate this. I hate yeah. doing both these shows. I dread this recap. I can't wait for Atlanta and Martha's Vineyard to start because that just looks yeah. like it's going to be a breath of fresh air and totally. joy. Cause I love Atlanta. I love those. Like last season I thought was great. I know some people didn't like it cause it wasn't very like action packed, but I, I, but you know what it. each, each city gives us something different and they're supposed to. And that is what the, like, what is so beautiful about the, the like housewives universe and, and yeah. at, Atlanta always was rooted in comedy that like Atlanta and New York were always kind of the comedy cities. Um, And so people that look to those cities for like high drama, that's not what they're about. Like, don't get me wrong. There is drama, but it's like, you know, uh, followed up by someone like, like pulling on Kim Zolciak's wig or like, it's, it's yeah, it's very different. Um, And I feel like we have gotten to a point as viewers and as fans we're like we're never satisfied and we're always Ugh. so like like frustrated and like you know if the if the trailer isn't good enough then we're upset but then like if the season doesn't live up to the trailer we're upset and like if the yes. season doesn't have someone getting arrested <laughs> we're upset but if like oh that's too many the people new one get arrested, right where like there's just so <laughs> much and like there are don't get me wrong. There are great seasons of housewives that are like rooted in very deep, dark turmoil. And then there are great seasons of housewives that are pure, pure, like satire, almost like one of my all time favorite housewives fights moments. And I I think it's a lot of people's it sticks in people's brains is the, like you broke the bow off my cake moment from Orange County. That is classic housewives where it is just like so fucking ridiculous. It is so petty. It is so pointless. And yet I want it injected straight into my veins. Like I live for that, you know? It's not too long ago that I even recapped that that episode too. Oh, the, it was the it's so the last good. two episodes of that season of Orange County, and it, that, so those, I mean that was the those moment. Those last two are great, actually. That, those last two, yes, episodes. the finale because we used to get these big elaborate finale parties. Yes. It was at the Dubrow's first house. We got the <laughs> "You broke the bow off my cake," and then after that, we got the "You're supposed to be my friend, my soulmate, my sister," like bobblehead moment. Like that, those two episodes live rent free in my mind. I, I they're obsessed so with them. good. They're so, so good. So good. It's so the first, good. It's the first icky Brooks feeling too, where oh, you're like, yeah. oh no, this yeah. is that good. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, you know, I don't, I don't mean to, you know, take us back to summer house, but like Bravo should be fun. Bravo should be fun, you know, and it shouldn't always be so dark and messy and like, I don't know, sad. A lot of the yes. cities are kind of sad now. Yes. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for Atlanta because I think it will yes. be fun and yes. light. Um, you know, speaking of Orange County and and was the trailer good or bad or not? I I I want to hear you just shit talk the trailer because I know how you felt about it. I know how you felt about the Orange County trailer. Just lay into it. Tell me. I thought we were done doing this like throwbacky like jokey like yeah like a a housewife is supposed to be nice and blah 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 and then they intercut them like you know yelling and screaming at each other i'm like haven't we done this 
like five times before already. I can't. Well, name and them, not but- only not only has have like the Real Housewives done it, but that was also a trope that was very much used in Desperate Housewives, which was the like original. So it's just, I mean, we're going all the way back to like 2005. You know, it's so tired. Yeah. Like it's tired. So I was already pissed about that. Here's the other problem. We waited too long for it. So we're already mad, you know? Yeah. So we're like, well, this better be the best fucking trailer. And it's not going to be. It's never going to I was expecting it. I, I think I like originally started posting being like, can't wait for the trailer to come out in like February. Like, right? Fully. Yeah. So you're, you're already behind yeah. and we're already, our expectations are too high. So yeah. there's that. And so I'm like watching it like, oh my God, we're doing this. It's like, uh oh, you've got to put like kitschy things to it. It's not yeah. a good sign. Right. I thought we got all this like press about Tamra going after Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was none nothing, not a moment, not a single not moment one. of it. Yeah, nothing. And instead, we get Heather talking to Taylor. I'm like, well, I don't care about this. Well, there also wasn't any um Tamara and Shannon and that was also something that was talked about a lot in the press even before they started filming when Tamara was first announced as coming back she was all in the press being like well I'm gonna have to have a big sit down with Shannon we have a lot to talk about and the fact that they wouldn't tease those two coming back together I know that they fought in the beginning and now they're back to the Trace Amiga so like give us a little taste of something you know Give us the, because I also know that she was going to have to go at it with Gina about something like she, Tamara was coming in fighting with everybody. So give us a taste of those themes. All they gave us, all they gave us was a taste of her fighting with the new girl, Jen. But like, admittedly, we don't really care about the new girl. So yeah, exactly. I want to see the, like you, what is so great about, or, or hopefully what will be so great about season 17 is having to me the core four of Orange County back together, which is Tamara, Shannon, Heather, and then Vicky. Those to me, that's like my Mount Rushmore of housewives, honestly. So having the four of them back together is epic. The The fact that we didn't see any of that is tragic. It, it was like, they totally, they, they said, we've been listening to everything you guys are excited about and we're going to give you none of it. Right. Literally, none of it, none of it. it. Hopefully, hopefully this just means that our expectations will be low and the season will will far surpass Deliver. Yes, yes, no. Yeah, because going in, expectations are nowhere. It just, with a trailer, what's good about a trailer if you want us to give drama, or maybe, were they going for lighthearted? I mean, that's kind of the, the, question because like the juxtaposition like you said of like the 50s housewife and being so good and pure and then them cutting to like them screaming and the like all of that you know i mean the moment of tamra throwing the napkin in the new new girl jen's face and they added that sound effect to make it sound like so dramatic i mean i think they were trying to toe the line of funny and drama which i mean to to what we were speaking about before of like each city has its own kind of thing orange county yeah. was always kind of a balance of of silly petty comedy and dark drama i mean it was the original it was behind the gates it yeah. was i mean we have brooks's cancer scam like there's nothing crazier yeah, than dude. that, that yeah. was the the first like like truly insane housewife's headline was the cancer scam, you know? So I think they are trying to lean back into that like balance of we are funny and have fun moments, but like it also gets really dark. Um, 
I hope that we get a lot more of both of those things in the actual season. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching regardless because I, ugh, the return of Tamro is such a great casting moment. Like yeah. maybe they didn't want it to seem like it was the Tamra show. Maybe they learned their lesson by bringing Heather back and relying solely on Heather and then going, Ooh, that didn't work. So maybe they were right. like, let's not do that. I feel like they overthought it. Maybe yeah. like they, it's almost like they were, they were putting the trailer together and they're like, Oh, should we do that? Oh, I don't know. It's totally. like they took, and they ended up taking out stuff. And yeah. Like, Throw a sound effect in there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like kind of the so. same vibe with like the actual cast photo. It's like, what were they going oh for? My God, it seems it like so they literally bad. just put them all together. They're like all mismatched. And then they just threw a bunch of oranges on the ground and they were like, all right, scatter them about. It's so like sloppy and messy. And especially like, I feel like what we've come to expect from the other cities, like look at Atlanta, for example, the past four or five seasons, their uh, photo shoots are so fucking epic and like glamorous and like, like, like the, the production value is high. And I mean, I get it. It's Orange County. Like, but still, I mean, we want something. (laughs) Like the, who did you see? Was it the reality guy who, who posted Gina's legs? (laughs) Yes, I the, Gina's legs though are a problem. Like, what the fuck happened? Well, it's How so did that funny because the final test. Well, they're like really, really long in the normal one, but the the photo that the reality guy put out, he like stretched them so they like exit on one side and then they oh. like re-enter on the <laughs> oh, other I side. I didn't notice but, that. <laughs> but it's funny because people were commenting and literally like, "What the fuck did they do to her legs?" And it's like, you guys, like, I I mean, we get I get that the photo is not great, but it's not that bad. <laughs> I didn't notice that he brought him back around. Literally, like on the other side of the screen, like just. <laughs> poking in it's so good it's so funny no, it, but like it really is a mess of a picture like but yeah. the, the editing the editing on a lot of the faces in the cast photos are typically bad i have come to find that i think Vanderpump it's beca- rules yeah well and i think it's because and i say this with love and respect and admiration for all of the bravo lebs who who get work done but like at a certain point they they like stop looking like people and they all kind of just morph into the same weird thing so like when you're editing six people that kind of like all have this right they all have the same features and it's all like weird and like no matter what you do they like like always kind of look like they're in that uncanny valley where it's like you're not quite human are you cgi are you like an ai rendering i i don't know i really don't know that's amazing Um, and more (laughs) some more than others but yeah that's so funny yeah you know that did you ever watch um it's i think it's still on geordie shore it's the it's like the british version of jersey shore oh i never watched it but i know exactly what you're talking about okay so as you get further into the seasons, I think like more into current times, they all keep going to the same plastic surgeon to the point where I actually can't tell them apart. And that right. is not I, like you, that is not a joke. They're like, that's Sophie. I'm like, oh, I, you could have told me that was the other one. Right. And so it's almost like the same thing where they're like, I don't, totally. this is like the same template of a face. So Literally. I don't Well, know. it's so funny. Cause I, re- I remember hearing, um, like when they first started the Real Housewives of Orange County, the reason why in every scene, and they still do it to this day, they put the ha- the housewife's name on the bottom of the screen is because they were like, we, the producers were like, we can't tell these women apart. Like they literally <laughs> all look the same. So the, the viewers aren't going to be able to tell them apart. Like if we can't tell them apart and we've been working with them for three months, like the audience is going to have no fucking clue. And you, you would s- think that eventually it would get easier for us, but it's gotten yeah. harder because they have just morphed into the same. It's funny you brought that up 
last on this last episode of Vanderpump Rules when they're at the beach, there's a part where they've been at the beach for a while. Sheena goes to like grab something and they put Sheena's title card up. I'm like, who doesn't know? Right, like, right, exactly. We've been here forever. It's like the middle of the episode. They're like, just in case. They assume that we're case. getting like as drunk as the cast. So we're just like, <laughs> they're like who is that again? You're just tuning in for right. the very first time. You've just or, turned yeah. the channel. Unless you're Howie Mandel and have no oh, fucking idea who anyone on this it. show is. This if is that Sheena. didn't teach us a lesson, though, apparently they do need to dumb it down that much. That yeah. That was such an insult. The whole fucking thing. I like, hate him. The The whole thing sent me into a blind rage. A I blind agree. rage. Well, and so actually, uh, I, I know like a lot of people thought it was weird and a lot of the cast thought it was weird. And so Lala talked a lot about it on her podcast. And then I guess Howie Mandel reached out to her and invited her to come on his show. And oh. she, uh, right. And she, so she was talking about it on her podcast and she was like, look, like, I, I mean, I might go on his show just to like school his ass, but I would feel bad for all of the like Bravo podcasters who like want me to come on their shows. And like, why would I go to Howie Mandel first? And so oh, that's nice. And right. Totally. And interestingly, enough so lala was supposed to come on my show the the thursday before the i remember this broke. and the reason why she couldn't obviously was because they had to like rush back to to start filming again so I, when i heard her say that howie invited her onto her show i texted her assistant immediately and i was like if howie mandel gets lala before i do i am going to flip the fuck out like i am going to go crazy on your ass and she was like uh i think i scared her off a little bit but I made oh. my point crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that happened. I remember you posting that. I was like, oh, it's official. They are back yeah. up. Yeah, it was crazy. And I remember like getting that text and not really thinking anything of it. And then the next day, like you you have that click moment. And I was just like, oh, this is real. Because I, I read the TMZ article and was like, I don't know. Like, this is probably just a rumor. And then I was like, oh, no, Lala canceled yesterday because she had to go do last minute confessionals like this is we're we really are like so blessed we're so blessed <laughs> <laughs> we are we are so oh, blessed oh my god emily this was so much fun thank you for joining me oh on my god, a yes. beautiful friday i really really appreciate it um my pleasure i'm gonna have to have you back again i love it when you're please. on please absolutely yes. i love yes. coming on oh thank you emily can you tell my listeners where they can find you and where they can hear your podcast Absolutely. You can listen to me everywhere you get your podcast. She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. I'm also on YouTube if you want to watch the video version. And you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at She Speaks Bravo. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emily. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>